0: Sorry. Check, check. Yeah, And enough. recording Hooray Together we're and Captain hopefully. Planet of Podcasting Captain Podcast <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'd read that comic I'd watch that show
0: <laughs> No you wouldn't liar Nobody would
1: I mean is Captain How-, How is Captain Podcast distinct From the From the new Ghostbusters Made for the Gen Z kids where there's a kid Who calls himself Podcast <laughs> uh
0: yeah but that in his defense was definitely written by somebody over the
2: age of 35
1: oh absolutely absolutely
2: if it was made five years ago his name would have been ipad (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) no his name would have been vine
2: (laughs) (laughs) i can't i can't wait for the sequel or we we introduced his little sister tiktok (laughs) god
0: Watch her dance. She doesn't talk, or she just does interpretive dance. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like her own dialect, so nobody understands.
1: But it's because she chooses to be inscrutable. Yeah. It's not them trying to make a thing about like representation or whatever. They're like, nope, She. this is just a teen who likes to do dance. Yeah, this is
0: what kids do. And only dance. That's what the kids are into.
1: <laughs> she just flosses across the screen.
2: <laughs> Dramatically.
1: <laughs> yes making direct eye contact the entire time.
2: You know, at least when Glee is trying to be culturally relevant, they're, like, painfully culturally relevant. They're hitting you over the hammer with how 2011 an episode is.
1: Yeah. Hey, here's here's a question that maybe you can answer, Tanner. Have they actually started, like, trying to do pre-pro on the Glee boot?
2: No, I don't think anyone's officially picked up any kind of Glee boot.
1: Okay, thank God, because...
2: I think, of- think they just... They're trying to trick people into thinking it's happening, in order to influence producers to get on board,
1: one of one of my friends at the birthday party that I was at last night asked me if I'd heard that they were doing the Glee, but and I just stood there with like my head against the wall for like five minutes. <laughs> I'm not strong enough. <laughs> like I need to finish processing through the Glee that aired from 2009 to God, what was it like 20? Fifteen, fourteen. Yeah. I need to finish processing through that before I can even think about a glee boot.
2: <laughs> I can't wait for them to try and sing Montero.
1: No! Tanner, don't speak into the universe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> It'll be Despacito or something like that. Uh, even Despacito seems too old now. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. It's still going to be written by out-of-touch old white men.
1: Ah, yes.
2: No, they're, they're going to sing the song about, they're going to dance like Michael and kiss you like Prince and do the TikTok dance with the leg wigglings.
0: <laughs> that didn't narrow it down, like, at all, but yeah.
2: If if you even glance at, like, the youths on TikTok or, I guess, Instagram reels, you, you see it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's that and the let's groove tonight.
1: Yeah.
2: With, with very slow twerking. It's very aggressive. I.
1: I'm pretty sure that song it. is. Cl- uh, oh, it's classic by, Jiminy Christmas. This song is by a band called MKTO, and it is from 2013. Neat.
2: God, they could have done it on Glee. Glee, Glee could have been the the taste
1: <laughs> Oh please, Glee's never made anyone's tastes except for our own.
2: <laughs> Glee Somehow. helped define my taste by telling me what not to do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Exclusionary taste. (laughs) This is what not to do.
2: Cautionary taste. Yes. Yes. (laughs) All right, let's count it out. Just go ahead and grab a chair and listen now. As we rip this show, Tanner and Christina gonna figure out. Why we love this show, show. Better, Better grab your golden stars and slushies Please, Cause you're listening, listening. You're listening, listening To Loser Like Me Loser Like Me Hello! Welcome to Loser Like Me, a podcast where we recap and review every episode of Glee, including the episodes where they forgot to put the good parts in. (laughs) Hi, I'm Tanner, and my question is, is this a gay podcast, or is it just a podcast that seems gay?
0: (laughs) Oh, God, I can't wait to get into that. (laughs) My name
1: is Christina, and all those in favor of voting Rachel down a second time... (laughs)
0: <laughs> they were right to do that it was a dumb <laughs> idea she had
1: hey voice who isn't our own <laughs> would you like to introduce yourself
0: no i think i'm just gonna not introduce myself and just yell things at you uh throughout the podcast just like a, a ghost understandable
2: in the night. he doesn't want to be <laughs> doesn't want to be legally
0: attached to the podcast <laughs> that's right so deep is my hatred for this show uh no i'm sky uh, they asked me to be on the show and here i am
1: and you agreed because we are friends and yes, we will, I I do not intend on asking you to be on this podcast again unless <laughs> you want to be.
0: I mean, I imagine I'll have fun now, but I did not have fun while watching this show.
2: <laughs> a good three quarters of our guests are here because of entrapment, technically. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best kind of friendship.
1: Podcasts yep. are not admissible in court.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Sky, we have two questions that we ask all of our guests, yes. which are kind of just two sides of the same question. Mm-hmm. Do you have any history with Glee the show or the extracurricular? So, uh my mom enjoyed the show
0: and mm-hmm. while it was airing, I could only stand about 5 minutes before I would have to be anywhere else.
1: Valid? Valid.
0: So I never liked it, but I was in show choir but not the dancing part. I was in the uh the p- not the pit, the um combo. So I was in the back playing oh, saxophone. Nice in a in a black suit with a white tie.
1: I never knew that. Yeah.
0: So, I was in all of the bands, concert jazz, pep, marching, and combo. I used several of those to get out of PE every year. <laughs> <laughs> Jealous. Good. Yeah, I got I there was one semester where I couldn't finagle it, but uh, the rest of my high school career I did not have to do PE because of various bands. Nice. Yeah, it was great. So, when I asked my mom why does she like this show, she was like, Oh well it's just like Show choir I was like it is absolutely nothing like Show choir mom <laughs> <laughs> I have limited experience because I was just in the back screwing around with, you know, the rest of the, the combo, which was basically like being in an awesome ska band that was like school you know approved. Nice. And we had Mrs. Fox who was playing piano and she was kind of our leader because the, the actual choir instructor couldn't tell his ass from his face so like oh no (laughs) (laughs) so he was he was bad at what he did and there was one i was only in combo for two years maybe three i it's hard to remember but there was one year for an entire song he just never got me music so i just stood there for an entire song i was like every everyone else in the combo had a, a sheet of music and i asked him uh is the am i gonna get this and he said no to my fate like he was just done with the entire thing i was like
1: what the you fuck, can, dude? You can just
0: do that? Wow. You can just not do your job? That's cool. So that's fun. But otherwise, it was Geez, really fun. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, I don't remember him like attacking another teacher while screaming the thong song at her. I don't remember seeing that at any
2: point. <laughs> 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 okay. That was flirting.
0: Was <laughs> it? Technically. It seemed like assault.
1: Allegedly. <laughs>
0: I'll be real, I kind of, I'm like, with everything lately, I am behind on your podcast, but I remember specifically that episode, because it was on and my mom was watching it. I was like, this is,
2: I can't with, I can't, this is bad, so. I agree. <laughs> I mean, on the one hand, we we love when people just jump in blind. <laughs> on the other hand, I don't know if our podcast is a great substitute, because my friend Lindsay has listened to every episode, and she still couldn't remember who was involved in the teen pregnancy. <laughs>
1: It's Tanner and hey Lindsay. This is it. This it's because the people in Glee are not in the history books, <laughs> and Lindsay has a memory for Yet. history names.
2: <laughs> this this episode, it's it's one of those ones where it is going to be going down. The cliffs, the cliffs made waves.
1: It it's it's because nobody nobody in Glee has has led an attacking force into <laughs> into battle amid a salvo of of war cannons so far. So far, there's still
0: time. There's always time,
1: unless you count it as music, musical canon and ship cannons, in which case that kind of happens in this episode. <laughs> yeah,
0: I didn't have a lot of context for some of the stuff that was happening, but I was able to piece it together for the most part. Uh, real quick, is this a swearing podcast? Because I have swears yes, all through my notes. To be. Okay, I th- thought I remembered. Yes, I just wanted to be sure before I started <laughs> yes. laying them out. But the mm-hmm. phrase "the fuck" is in my notes, like. I don't know, two to three times a page?
1: Nice. It's
0: a teeny tiny notebook.
1: I feel like we should go ahead and like introduce this episode before we like get too into it. <laughs> so this episode was directed no, this this episode was written by Ryan Murphy and directed by Bradley Buker. I'm hoping that's how he pronounces his name. I did not find that ahead of time.
0: Due to some of the writing in this, I'm just gonna go ahead and say, fuck him. That's fine. Don't get his name right.
1: <laughs> well, the the director. Oh,
0: director, okay. My mistake.
1: He's actually directed two episodes so far this season. He directed Never Been Kissed. The movie. And Come Back.
2: <laughs> Those were also pretty middling episodes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like I think literally, like on my personal ranking, Never Been Kissed is currently like the middle in the list. <laughs>
0: It's not the Drew Barrymore movie. I'm assuming they had an episode by the same title? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Gross. Did it follow the same plot?
1: I don't know. I haven't seen the Drew Barrymore uh, vehicle.
0: I believe she's an old woman who goes back to high school, which I feel like is probably illegal. And then uh, as a journalist- Oh, it's
1: that movie?
0: I'm almost positive. I could be mistaken. I haven't seen it Yeah, no, that didn't
2: happen. It it was about being gay and sad.
0: (laughs) I can relate to half of that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And this episode aired on March 15th, 2011. Um, Let's get into That explains into it. all the Kathy
2: Griffin jokes. <laughs>
1: Ugh. Yeah, well, I thought it was more of a Sarah Palin joke than a Kathy Griffin joke.
2: But it was, was Kathy it? Griffin playing Sarah Palin.
1: Oh, it was Kathy Griffin? I did not know yeah. that actress.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. She's a person. She refers to herself as a, what is it, a C-list or a D-list celebrity?
2: Yeah, she got, she got famous by uh, posting a photo of her holding Trump's decapitated head. Ah. Well, she was sort of famous before that. Like, she's been at a lot of stuff. She was known, but she became infamous. Yeah. Also, we have the same birthday. Oh, yeah? Mazel tov. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, this episode starts with a... Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure did. It literally starts with that. Because it starts with... Blaine, like, bursting in through the doors of a study room and Dalton singing Misery.
2: He he Kool-Aid mans in the doors to aggressively acapella at everyone else.
1: Yes, and I feel like I have to give full disclosure here that somewhere on my computer I do have a text tone of that specific voice clip of Darren Chris going, (laughs) Oh yeah!
0: So, my first note is basically what you said, but my second note here is is this real life? Everybody seems in on this. Is this a dream sequence? Because, like, <laughs> in this world, the prime kids, like, we're in a private school. I didn't know that we were going to be in a prime or a private school, but like the, the regular kids at the public school, mm-hmm. everybody hates the Glee Club, and everybody here at the private school seems to be super hyped on them. Because, like, yes, they're yes. dramatic. They've taken over the hallway, they're screaming at children, and they're they're dancing at them, and like even the the one kid Kurt doesn't seem into it, and he's part of this, right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's,
0: it's like what is happening already?
1: <sighs> it's it's one of those musical numbers where because they're a they are at Dalton Academy, aka Gay Narnia, right? And and at Dalton, at, like acapella and music and performing arts are. Much more accepted and celebrated, and also there's a no, there's a no tolerance bullying policy.
0: I see. So regular kids can't tell these kids to fuck off and just go to class. I'm just trying to get to homeroom.
1: Well, they could probably <laughs> exactly. just leave. But Dalton travels in such large numbers that you probably have to like go down another hallway <laughs> to be it's able a high to mind. use it. Yes, it's,
2: and if if you're near the musical number too close, you just get assimilated. I see. Yes. Terrifying. And I actually kind of like the original song, Misery, by Maroon 5. I like the music video. It has a mech fight. But this song's not good. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) They forgot to put the good in it.
1: (laughs) I thought this version was fun. I liked it. Okay.
0: I I just... Like, I liked Maroon 5 and I uh, every time I hear the album or any of the songs from the album, album Songs of Jane, I'm brought back to my Wind Waker g- days because I always listened to that and played Wind Waker. So I had good memories Aww. attached to it, but like, it's t- so, so odd that everybody's just cool with this happening. And it seems like it happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. pretty much.
1: <laughs> it's, it's it's the Daring Criss effect. Yeah. It's not even the Blaine Warbler It's effect. It's the Daring Criss effect.
2: Yeah,
1: but yeah, I like it. I think it's fun. There's a part where like they all like bang on the tables for percussion for like percussion, which is fun. And Kurt looks kind of constipated throughout the whole number. Yeah, <laughs> he's just kind of like hmm, like smizing the whole time.
0: Yeah, I just want to go ahead and get get ahead of this. Kurt has the most punchable face in this show. Like not oh, oh, no. not because he's gay, <laughs> not because of anything. It's just this actor has a face that makes me want to punch him and i don't know what it, it's it's probably his just he's oozing smugness and i just he just something about him makes me want to punch him in the face or just right in the ear just, just once as a grown adult that's not a great <laughs> feeling to have towards a child but i mean still, he's also
1: a grown adult by now uh, i'm it- <laughs> sure
0: but i i probably have like 10 years on this kid. But I don't know, it's just everything about him, the way he carries himself in his face just makes me want to punch him, just once.
1: Is it because he's Ryan Murphy's self-insert character?
0: That doesn't help. (laughs) (laughs) That is a a frequent thought in my
2: notes. (laughs) So after the song, Blaine is like, Ah, they're gonna be so excited when they hear this song when we perform it at regionals. And then everyone leaves, and then Kurt is like, Blaine, I'm tired of you hogging the spotlight.
1: (laughs) hmm And there's an ominous bell toll. <laughs> when Blaine is like, You you are sad when thing I'm not about me
0: And he makes mention that his solos are ch- assigned to him by the Council, and I was like, What the fuck does that
2: mean? <laughs> the Council <laughs> L- Literally exactly that. There's yes. there's the Council of Warblers. <laughs>
0: right. Which we see later, and right now the that very idea is ludicrous. Like, why aren't adults involved with this stuff? Where are the adults?
2: I don't know, but that's another thing they established <laughs> is that they don't have an official like okay. teacher or supervisor or anything. It's it's just the Warbler Council. It's tradition. The whole the whole thing goes back to, like, the 1800s and the founding of the Academy. Cool. So, whatever.
0: Get Ben Franklin's
2: ghost to come and tell these kids what to do. Because, like, (laughs) you can't
0: let children guide themselves. They're idiots. All of them. All the time.
1: Yes.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we're gonna see in later seasons they really could have used the teacher to rein in. (laughs) Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: But anyways, back to the other bad music. But at least this time it's supposed to be bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But so first off, we get Quinn. Uh, oh wait, no, we don't. We do hear the no. song first.
1: No, we hear the song first. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh Scott, Tanner, what you're... the fuck? That was <laughs> no, just me laughing into my hands. Oh. Scott, oh, okay. oh, you're, you're lucky that you weren't here for my headband.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> they make mention of it a couple of times, and they do. It was
2: Ra- Rachel's first attempt at an original song. She's sang it about her headband, right?
0: I pieced that together, given mm. the, the one girl who likes hats was talking about it and how it's about headbands, and I, I'm glad I missed that. That sounds great. But-
1: <laughs> Would you like to hear quotes of the lyrics? Nah.
0: <laughs> I mean, sure, but nah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, I could probably guess. Like, I bet there's some mentions yeah. of her hair and how it keeps it up. I bet uh, there's dem- or, like, descriptions yeah. of colors, all different kinds.
1: My headband- you're my headband, wrapped right around my melon. Mm. You're a product like Magellan.
0: Because he circumnavigated the globe. That's clever. I get it. I get jokes. Yeah, fuck this. <laughs> fuck this <joke>. show.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you want to talk about this musical number, I... Tanner? <laughs> Alleged musical All right, number. So
0: I just want to say, who's the pianist? Because there's just a random adult. The bell rings. Kids have That's to be bad. in class, but these fucking kids are just there with a random adult. Playing piano for them. Like, yeah, where are the teachers?
2: Uh, there are no teachers. That's Brad the Pianist. He lives there, I think. Okay.
1: <laughs> like, Brad is one of the- I think he's one of the producers for the show? He's either the producer no, just, or, like- No, he's
2: no, he's- he is the pianist. Brad the Pianist is played by Brad the Pianist.
1: Oh, okay. So, he- he he's associated with, like, the music on the show, and then he was written into the show as Brad the Pianist. Cool. So he's, he's just kind of their uh, their piano player for their show choir stuff.
2: Okay. We're still two years away from him getting a line. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Although he does get some good face journeys. <laughs> okay well uh,
0: I feel like that guy needs a lanyard or something. like what the fuck is he doing at this school if his job's just piano man <laughs>
1: <laughs> See the thing is that no one at this no one on Glee's production staff, had been to high school within at least <laughs> 10 years of this episode airing, so they didn't know that lanyards were a big thing in 2011 and 2010. Right.
2: <laughs> I think we're meant to assume that he's like the jazz band teacher because all the musical accompaniment in the choir room and the auditorium is from the jazz band because Artie roped them into this. Okay. But they never get names or arcs or anything and they all just immediately know all the music that the kids need, they'll just go hit it, and they'll know exactly what song they know, because, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know, maybe they're just tulpas. I had no problem with that, I'll tell ya!
0: Like, <laughs> <laughs> Uh Christ, we can get into it later.
2: See, if, if you were in Glee, and <laughs> so you didn't mad. get any sheet music, and you asked Mr. Schuster why you didn't get any sheet music, he would just beam it into your brain telepathically.
0: Oh, well that's <laughs> super valuable yes. skills to have. Instead of just telling me, like, I don't know, man, stand there. I was like, just, what? So I I made a point to stand there with my arms crossed over my saxophone because I didn't have any fucking music. And I think at least one judge was like, the one saxophone player wasn't playing anything. And I was like, yeah, because I didn't have any music. And I still never got any. (laughs) Fuck off, Mr. Moore. You're an idiot. The dude's still a teacher too So Rachel
2: is singing a song called Only Child It's about being an only child Yeah, yes. it's bad (laughs) It was very subtle I would argue it's worse than my headband
1: (laughs) I had this one muted too So Well,
0: I will say this I did not know that Rachel's last name was Barry So when she said that she was the only Barry On her family tree I was like, that's fucking stupid And then when Quinn calls her Rachel Barry Oh, that's actually really clever I'm still mad at it
2: but I can appreciate it more. <laughs> I'm mad at the line, never learn to share my share CDs, don't got no other bit, not even a half-breed. Ugh.
0: I I blanked on a lot of the lyrics. It was just the Barry thing.
1: I missed that part because I had the song on mute.
2: <laughs> good call. <laughs> yeah, I think I should have done the same. Yeah,
0: but it's not good. And boy, no. whose name I didn't pick up. Ju- I, I, it was Finn.
1: I had had a lot of different
0: things written down. Uh, I think it's Crim Jim Him is one of them. (laughs) I I knew I I was getting closer. I was going through the alphabet and I was getting closer. But he's like, yeah, this feels fake. (laughs) So maybe like just write something natural and that'll be better.
1: Yeah. And that's literally what he says, too. Because like when Rachel Eggleston was singing it, Finn is like, well... It's better than my headband, which, <laughs> agree to disagree, Finn. <laughs> and he's like, you're writing about stuff from a place of projected pain, not like the actual emotions and feelings that you have. But
0: I cry every time I solo! Okay, so it's performative. Yeah, we get it. That's what he's saying, <laughs> yeah. Rachel. Yeah. Rachel's is possibly the only name I know in this show moving forward, so just be aware of that. I have a pretty... Well-documented history of being bad with names, so, I mean, bear with me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's okay, that's okay.
2: So, as we see Finn try and give Rachel advice, we zoom out to Quinn, watching them from outside the choir room, and she has concerns (laughs) that Finn is starting to fall back towards Rachel because Rachel's his ex, but Quinn is also his ex, but now they're also together again. And she has a scheme to win prom queen, because (laughs) if you win prom queen, you smile more, And that makes you live an extra five years on average. Yeah.
1: Smiling is proven to reduce efficacy of at least three diseases (laughs) or something. In my
2: notes, I have,
0: there's a beheaded girl in the door, watching, waiting, conspiring. She seems to be a twat. (laughs) She she wants to be prom king, and exactly five minutes in, I want to tap out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Because she makes that appearance, she starts talking about all her prom queen dreams and all the health benefits of it, and I was like, "This dialogue is atrocious." I, I'm sh- maybe hypothetically there is a girl who's existed that yeah. felt this way, but this feels uh,
2: bad. This is bad. Yeah, not to, not to stereotype, but I'm pretty sure this is actually most teen girls in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, maybe
1: a, a non-zero percentage of teen girls in the Midwest. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so Quinn says keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Well, Rachel Berry, <laughs> you just got yourself a new best friend. And that's a totally heterosexual thing to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> have,
1: my my note literally here was instead of like the instead of the line being like, "Oh, the enemy of my enemy is my friend." It's like the enemy of my enemy is my lesbian crush. <laughs> Cuz there is no heterosexual reason for Quinn to do this. <laughs> I like, if if you want Rachel to get away from Finn, just destroy him like you did when you were- a, Or destroy Rachel like you did when you were a Cheerio. Yeah,
0: or just talk to them like a person does.
1: <laughs> no, we can't have that. This is glee. You can't expect that, Sky. This is glee. I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I remember being a shitty teen also and not being able to just say things. But, like, just- I, Just say words. Even write them down. Write your stupid, shitty song about- You miss him or whatever.
1: (laughs) Write your stupid shitty song about how, oh, I miss, I miss being with Finn and the fact that he is so tall that he makes me feel like I'm dating a Jaeger.
0: (laughs) There's nothing more quintessentially high school than writing a shitty song about a person you like.
1: That is true.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But they also, she also said Rachel Berry. So I got the the joke about Rachel being the only Berry on the tree. So
2: (laughs) points, I guess. Yeah points on the board so anyways yes Pavarotti is dead yeah
1: yeah so is this is a
0: boarding school you said we don't know because kirk is definitely in a hotel room of some sort some extravagant hotel room with bird adjacent tables
2: that he redecorated
0: yeah and then his bird dies for no reason Other than maybe it just didn't feel like being on this fucking show anymore. (laughs) I don't know how long this kid's had that bird, but that bird just like (laughs) fell down and was like, nah I'm out.
1: Sing F chord to pay respects. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like
0: was this bird a major part of his character up to this point?
1: The thing is that like the a cappella group at Dalton Academy is the Warblers. Yes. And as their mascot, they have presumably kept a long line. Of like warblers, the birds mm-hmm. as like their official club pet, sure. And Pavarotti is the most recent uh, iteration of their mascot, and it's like as the responsibility canary. of yeah, okay. Yeah, as a canary. Great. Um, those are but, the same like, bird. It's fine. It's it's the responsibility <laughs> of like someone they nominate or just the newest kid in the choir to take care of the bird. I guess to teach them how to how to caretake pets or something okay but he died
0: <laughs> what yep that has everything to do with singing yes all of this makes sense yeah
1: and kurt like kurt walks in on the warblers as they're yelling about like excuse me but i am trying to argue that we should wear red ties and jackets with blue piping instead of piped stra- piped ties with red piping on the jackets
2: Sorry, I just I just want to rewind for a little bit cuz I was looking at Pavarotti's page on the Glee wiki. He has a Oh page. no. Pavarotti's death is the only death on the show that was shown on screen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> awesome. Oh my god.
2: <laughs> Anyways, yeah, the Warblers. It's a kangaroo court. <laughs> yeah, I fucking hated this. Yeah. Like the the one guy is arguing
0: that they should dress like player 2 versions of themselves. And everybody's acting as though he just took a dump right in the middle of the floor. And I realize they're playing it up for the sake of, quote, comedy. But there's nothing funny. It's exhausting. Because there are people like this. And I don't want... Yeah. I, I'm here for an escape. I don't want to watch these dumbass kids argue. We need an adult <laughs> in the room! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Maybe they don't have an adult because every single staff member they tried to get be the faculty advisor quit within days of being appointed to the position. I understand that' yeah, these fucking kids
0: your acapella career is going to lead to you pining over your acapella career you're not it's very unlikely you're going to get a job in the music industry as a singer. Yeah. Yep. most of these kids just need to be smacked once. <laughs>
1: Get them a slushie.
2: <laughs> yeah. So Kurt walks in looking goth chic because the bird is dead. Oh, I have him. I wrote my such. notes.
0: He's dressed like sad Dorian Gray. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: but even in his grief, he's able to give shade to Blaine because he's like, hey, I know that we're focused on other people's solos, but I've prepared something to sing in memory of my bird.
0: On a cassette. <laughs>
1: it's
2: vintage. Yeah. Okay, so this means a couple of things. What, like,
0: there's a cassette player in the room. So, Kirk had to have planned ahead mm-hmm. for this bird's death, right? Because there's no way he had <laughs> Blackbird on cassette at the ready. Because who, it's what, 2015 or whatever? Uh,
1: 2011. It's
2: 2011. It's 2011. Okay. Also, it's Kurt, and also it's Glee. So, you, he, he could have, actually.
1: Yeah,
0: so this kid planned out this mm-hmm. bird's
2: death and knew exactly what he was going to do. And that's weird.
0: <laughs> Holy <laughs> Did shit. Did Kirk killed Blackbird? I'm not saying he didn't. This is a
2: false flag operation
0: to secure a solo. I mean, that's what it read to me as, because why on earth would there be a cassette player in the room? And why would he have a cassette ready unless he knew there's a cassette player in the room? And why pick a cassette? How much more effort did it take to put it on a cassette than just bring in a CD? (laughs) I don't know,
1: man. I mean, this could have been a cassette that Kurt like just had, because I know, like, Growing up, my dad had a lot of. I think by that point he converted most of them to CDs or like bought replacement CDs. Mm-hmm. But he did have like cassette tapes. They probably still have cassette tapes, actually.
0: Sure, but eventually those cassettes will die, as all magnetic oh, yeah. tape will. This is
1: this is known. Oh yeah, oh yeah.
0: But I I don't know. But the song's I just good. Everything about this whole yeah ordeal seems very manufactured, and not just because it's a show, but it's because police, guy. I know. And like, so he's like, I know we're supposed to sing for Blaine or whatever, but I want to sing Blackbird and then he puts in the cassette and everybody starts singing. I've never been a part of an a cappella group, but I don't know how quickly you, could, everyone in the group can just tune into like the harmonics of it because everybody after the first verse uh, just starts singing background for him. And it's, mm-hmm. I know it's hyper realism yeah. and I know it's a show and it still uh, makes me angry. <laughs>
1: I I did have a note about that, too. And, like, that's not out of the realm of possibility, like, as someone who was in choir in high school. Like, kids will just do that. Like, just, like, say, hey, one person is singing a solo. Usually it was not in, like, a performance setting. It'd be like, oh, hey, someone's noodling around on the piano. Let's all just join in singing. Sure. And because it was in 2010, it was probably rent music.
0: (laughs) Probably. Yeah. But these nerds are doing, like, three-part harmonies and stuff, and it's just, like, I don't know how quickly you you nerds can tune into that. Mm-hmm. But again, I have limited
2: experience.
1: Yeah. I, I
2: was in the <laughs> This column. song is good at least. They remember to put the good in this song.
1: Yeah, this song is good. In a vacuum. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was kind of expecting the council to turn him down because I thought that was going to be the dynamic. But now the kids are like, yeah, sorry your bird died. And they were kind of sweet to him, which was nice. And he seemed genuinely appreciative that they sang along with him. And it's like, was this, was that all practice? Like, you just, you just barged in. Like, there's probably more to it, right? Mm -hmm. There's The
2: tone is so weird in all of these scenes. And it just ends. And I don't know. Yeah. Because we got, we got to fit a full episode's worth of plot in here. And also the tournament arc. Ugh, right. (laughs) So... New Directions have been served a cease and desist letter from My Chemical Romance that is uh, prohibiting them from performing the song Sing at regionals.
1: Good. Do it.
2: I'm not familiar because with that Because Sue song. once slept with the drummer, she says. Yeah. I don't like Jane Lynch
0: as an actress. Like, I don't appreciate her acting. I don't think she's funny. And her character of Sue Sylvester? Is that right? Yes. Fills me with just, like... An irrational rage i just, i I hate her so much with like an adult's rage. I thought about it four times since we started uh she's
2: that's <sighs> yeah, fair i I definitely feel like uh she's one of those people who all the roles she's had since Glee are just the same character character 'cause like, oh, well, this is the one that caught me famous, so I might as well just do nothing else ever
1: yeah, uh-huh,
2: uh-huh, <sighs> so yeah, so uh,
0: Mr. Shu tells the kids that they're They can't do the song, and Rachel says, let's do original songs. Which is the fucking stupidest idea you can possibly have if your competition's in
2: seven days or whatever.
1: Yeah. Tanner, did they- had they been previously told they were supposed to do original songs?
2: No, they were told they had to have an anthem, and that was the only requirement.
1: Ah, okay. Okay.
2: But Rachel is- Rachel's been gung-ho about doing original songs, because she's like, the only way we can hope to defeat Kurt and the Warblers is if we sing original songs at regionals.
1: Mm-hmm. Otherwise,
2: they're too powerful. Fundamentally untrue.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes, but it's Rachel. <laughs> yeah.
1: And uh, yeah, and surprisingly, this is the part where Santana says, "Hey, does every everybody who wants to vote Rachel down for the second time raise your hand?" And everyone raises their hand, and then, but then Quinn is like, "Actually, maybe we should do that because then." we can speak to our own experiences with like our own words and feelings in the song. And like, like we won't be as good as the warblers and oral intensity we will be better. And then Finn gets on board and Santana is still like, well, I at least want to have a shot at writing my own original song for us to perform. At regionals. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I had other girl is the only voice of reason. Oh wait, no, she's dumb too. She wants to write a song too. Cause I was like, yes, girl who I don't know the name of. Tell them that this is a bad idea because you have to write music, lyrics, and choreograph this in seven days and have it not be terrible. You are children. And there's no adults who know anything, apparently. <laughs> yeah. But now she wants to write a stupid fucking song that's actually gross and weird.
2: Yeah, because well, it's, uh, it's it's her deep, deep in the closet heterosexual love song because sure. she she cannot bring herself to truly admit her feelings for Britney anymore. Okay. <laughs>
0: But yeah, so Mr. Shoe's sold. He's like, yeah, let's fucking write a song. This'll go great.
2: I'm an adult, sort of. With
0: high schoolers. And he's (laughs) not even like... Mr. Shoe's
2: an adult, but only legally.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's not even, like, assigning anybody specifically, like, who has written a song before. He's like, everybody write a song. Fuck it. Let's all write a song. And then we'll pick one. And then we'll go from there. No, you absolute idiot. You haven't even set any terms. Or, like genres or ideas of any kind <laughs> it takes effort to do these things you fucking idiots yes now there's an act break where's the commercial break?
1: yeah
2: yeah so when we come back Brittany is trying to have an emotional moment with santana and she's like hey can we be friends again and maybe like vaguely gay together and santana's like no I admitted- I told you I loved you, but you're already dating another boy, so now I'm dating a different boy, and I'm angry about it, because I'm extremely lesbian.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: She also says something super offensive.
1: Yeah, yeah, she does. Yeah,
2: about- yeah, she- she is the C-word for Artie, which- they- they just throw that around so much on the show. They- uh, have well, no, it was dressed up a little, because yeah. it was,
0: uh, quote, Stubbles McCripple Pants? which uh, i have anyway. after it uh, fuck this yeah. show fuck this character and fuck this writer that's yes. not even kind Ryan of Murphy. clever there's so many ways you could have made a joke like no. that that would have been that wouldn't have filled me with immediate rage
2: like whatever but
1: yes <sighs> yeah
2: and then jane lynch is a bully yeah jane lynch is a bully
1: yes and she comes in and she's like Oh, I have decided that I am going to destroy you, and then I'm going to stand here while you both open your lockers, because surprise, I have filled them with dirt! (laughs)
0: Haha! She also called one of the girls Miss Fake Boobs, which is definitely okay for an adult to say to a child, in a school setting, how does this woman not get fired? How is she not like fist-fighting lines of parents to her car every night?
2: Be- be- canonically, she brings in a lot of alumni donations because the cheerleading team keeps on winning, and also I'm pretty sure she has blackmail on someone on the school board. Okay, cool. Why Probably aren't their yes. parents
0: there to kick her ass every day? Because it's Ohio.
2: Because it's Glee. Right.
0: It, it being Ohio makes me think that more angry Midwestern Christian moms would be there t- wanting to fight this woman.
2: Also, if you think if you think Tweedle Faith Booze is bad, wait until you find out that in the season premiere she kicks Santana off the Cheerios team for getting the boob job okay yeah threw off the balance of the pyramid right cool um
0: <laughs> i i hate jane lynch's character with like a real life real human beings person's hate i just hate that character so much i don't find it endearing or charming or funny she's just awful to to a witness and be around yeah but then but like if I, she, I agree she's like you took away the cheerios for me so what the fuck does she do now like what is her job at the school she's not the cheer coach
2: well, I don't know what her job at the school is, but she also managed to get a job coaching one of the rival show choirs because she pushed their original coach down the stairs twice. Okay, cool. He might be dead. So why is she in the school? What is happening? This is...
0: <laughs> I don't like it.
2: <laughs> yeah. So back with the warblers. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah.
2: We can't give Sky time to think about <laughs> these scenes too much or he will combust.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I can't
0: rage quit the podcast, but as like I rage quit the episode, took a break, took a walk, and came back. Sky, yes, you're not the only one.
1: Do you want me to send to like lay you like hypertension medication I'm after good. this?
0: I'm good. Took a Xanax. We're fine. No, so <laughs> <laughs> we jump back to private school, and the fucking Warblers Council is meeting, and it's just run by kids. How did they get elected? Yes. Like was it a vote? They're the seniors. (laughs) They're seniors.
2: Okay. Awesome. Oh yeah. Sky. Sky. Blaine's a sophomore. Is that right? He looks like he's thirty-five. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right.
1: Yeah. And this whole meeting is they're just like we just want Blaine to sing the solo because Blaine is best and we love Blaine so much. Why are they
0: all trying to jerk him off at the same time? Like, wait, what is up with this kid that makes him the best kid there? Like, is it just because he sings? Darren Chris has
1: natural charisma.
0: I mean, is that a thing? I mean, he seems nice, and he, I, like he he's a nice guy, but it, that's not enough reason to put him way up on the pedestal above you. I'm sorry, I'm looking at this with an adult's perspective and not a
2: shitty child. <sighs> no, no, hey, I, I wasn't a fan of Blaine even as a shitty child. Okay. <laughs> now, I will I was. Say, <laughs> in Blaine's defense for like in Blaine's defense for this scene. Even he seems weirded out by how much they're trying to suck him off.
0: Yeah. Yes. It because it's upsetting. And like everybody everyone is into it. Everyone agrees except for Kurt, who's like maybe don't do yeah. this. Yeah.
1: So I I realized that we didn't mention earlier during Blackbird as they were singing it Blaine was having a face journey and <laughs> clearly some kind of realization and like kudos to Darren Chris for acting the face journey. But now he proposes, he's like, what if I have a duet and no one can audition to sing duet with me because I want Kurt to sing with me and nobody else. And then everyone else is like, we ship Kurt Blaine. We agree.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's utilizing his obvious like power over all these kids to lure in like this is the beginning of every workplace video about sexual discrimination where he's abusing his power to get a kid alone. It's like. But he, Kurt seems. Oh, God! Into it? So it's not gross? Right?
1: I, I. Sky, that never crossed my mind? Yeah.
0: It's fucked. It's fucked up and down. And I'm. <laughs> like. I, Kurt seems at least an, into it enough that it's not as gross as it could be. That doesn't make it not gross, though.
1: I mean, if you had. If in high school you had the power to guarantee yourself an opportunity to perform a musical number with your crush would you take it even if you like even if you you couldn't guarantee that the two of you would get together after the musical number oh for sure
0: but also (laughs) i don't think i would put that into motion by myself though like i think i would audition for a thing because that's how these things are supposed to work and it's not children in charge of other children
2: but but Sk- Sky, you're f- you're forgetting that this is all part of Kurt's plan uh-huh. because he killed paparazzi <laughs> in order to secure oh the soul. Oh my solo. god! It's not hard to kill a bird. It's
0: harder to keep them alive than it is to kill them. They are so fragile. Um, so I- I'm not saying Kurt did it, but he definitely didn't not do it. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> hey, it's time for the best song in the episode. <laughs> So Quinn and Rachel are writing a song together. So Mr. Shue hands out the rhyming dictionaries.
1: Or Tanner. (laughs) They're off, quote, writing their own song.
2: Oh, is that what the kids call it these days?
1: (laughs) Shoe's
0: handing out rhyming dictionaries. Like how Bohemian Rhapsody and Hamilton were written.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like,
0: who knew you could could rhyme Bucer with You, sir? That's amazing. Rhyming dictionaries. All right. Like, this is... You still have given them nothing to work with. I don't know how much time there's left before the competition. And you have nothing.
1: (laughs) They have at most three days. Because regionals are this weekend.
0: You have to write lyrics, music, and choreograph. At least in my show choir days, there were four songs. That is a lot to do. And you have fucking nothing, Shu. <sighs> okay. Yep. Just do songs that exist. You probably have some in your backlog. Yeah. Ugh.
1: It's it's a bylaw of Glee that the New Directions can never sing a song they didn't learn within two weeks of the performance. Oh, good.
0: Good. I'm glad they've set the precedent. And I guess everybody else's show choir is shittier than them because they're certainly not doing good if they're writing their shit right before it. <laughs>
2: Uh, I mean, arguably, that's true. This episode, (laughs) Santana has written a song. Yeah, it's about Sam. Yeah,
1: it's called Trouty (laughs) Mouth. It is. Yeah, the naming of aquatic creatures. (laughs) It's
0: honestly, it's a blue. It's like a jazzy torch song, and the music itself is Uh good. If you ignore all of the lyrics, it's a good song. Kind of like listening to. Uh, like, Nod Your Head by Will Smith about the Men in Black movie, too. If you ignore every lyric of that song, it's a good song. But this is aggressively uncomfortable.
2: Like, I... Yes. Wanna put a fish hook in those lips so cherry red? Yeah. If you tried hard enough, no! you could suck a baby's head.
0: Ah! Yeah. Like,
2: w- inside jokes
0: don't make good storytelling. So, like, if you're singing a song about fish I mean, lips some and shit, do. everyone's gonna be weirded out.
1: Yes. And everyone is weirded out.
0: Yeah. Because it's fucked.
1: And also... Except for Tina and Artie, because they're oblivious. Sure. No, not Tina and Artie. Brittany and Artie. Tina is appalled.
2: Tina helped write it!
1: Did she do the... I think she did the music.
2: Yeah, because Santana's like, Tina and I have been working on a song together.
0: I don't, I don't know if you guys noticed, but there is a constant stream of people walking by the doors. Is yes. this during yeah. school hours? Who are these people? Because they were all yes. adults.
2: Where are they going and why Who aren't they teaching? Knows. Glee is every period. It's always and forever. Cool.
1: Yes. Okay. Sure. Glee's class schedule is always.
2: <laughs> it's a wonder they can't get anything done. <laughs> so yeah, they're like, hey, <laughs> this song is bad. And then Puck's like, well, guess what? Yeah. I have a song that is just as bad.
1: Real quick. I I just want to say that part of the reason why I hate Trouty Mouth so much is because of what it did to Cord Overstreet's self confidence and body image. Because like the actor who plays Sam, like legitimate, has expressed that he has like legitimate body image issues over how much Glee, like not stick not stigmatized, but like how much pointed it like- out. Trotty mouth yeah. becomes
2: a running gag throughout the rest of the series. Sure.
1: Yeah, and like it actually caused him phys- like physical and emotional harm. Really? Which is why I'm just I like, did
2: not know I'm that.
1: Real? I'm real upset about that. Here's the thing:
0: that kid has a normal mouth. That that guy just looks like a regular guy yeah. to me. Like, yeah. He could have used a haircut, but that was just a regular ass guy. I don't know. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. That
2: sucks for him. Yeah. Yeah, I did not know that. Holy shit! This is do- Trotty Mouth is no longer my favorite song. <laughs>
0: Oh, no, yeah. ten or whatever. <laughs> what will replace it? What could comp What would? <laughs> oh, wait, here it is. It's Big Ass Heart. Uh, it sounds a I lot mean, like Stray Cat Strut, um, and I hate it. Does. It does. That's hate, where it is. I hate every second of oh, it. Oh, is it really? I mean, it has the exact same progression as Stray Cat Strut, or at huh. least close enough that I was like, this is Stray Cat Strut right away. Okay. And then there's like musicians there, which I guess you guys said were the jazz yeah. band. Because I was like, I don't remember yeah. seeing these kids at any mm-hmm. point. Who the fuck are they? Where are they supposed to be? Are there teachers looking for them because they're missing from class? <sighs> I'm just
2: concerned about these children and how they
0: have no oversight. <sighs> I
2: mean, Puck sings a song about how Lauren's heart is so fucking big.
0: Yeah, but also it's kind of a subtle wink that she's the fat girl. And that's yeah, funny. <laughs>
1: oh, subtle. <laughs>
2: Yeah, he says he wrote it because she didn't like when he sang "fat bottom girls" at her. So he's like, "What if I called you fat in my own words?" She seems cool with it.
0: She seems to enjoy the song. So I guess it
2: worked. I I, I guess.
0: I hate Puck's stupid tiny mohawk.
2: Commit or don't. <laughs> yeah.
0: Save your head or don't, man. Get have a mohawk or don't. Stop with this little peach fuzz on the top of your head. Pick one. Pick a lane.
1: I. I like big ass heart more than trouty mouth. Agreed. Low bar. <laughs> yeah, low bar. Nothing that's plagiarized from an existing musical number is concerning, <laughs> but I'm glad that at least Lauren likes the musical number. Yeah.
0: Well, isn't this the kid who sold everybody pot cookies and didn't tell them? So like, I'm not- Yes. Uh, he's yes. not above plagiarism. I know. <laughs> and there's no oversight, so Mr. Shue's gonna let that shit slide. Yep. And Kathy Griffin's character would let it slide because it's too- it's not- satan music
2: mr Shu is basically like hey, what if you didn't sing songs that were incredibly horny about other people in the choir
0: as he screams yeah. sings the thong song at a lady
1: <laughs> yes that did happen <laughs>
2: he'll never not be that guy to
0: me because that's like the only episode that i had seen up to this point i've seen maybe a, i've seen one episode and maybe 15 minutes collectively of, of three or four different other ones and that thing that scene it's burned into my memory forever, so fuck you, Glee, and fuck you, guy who made Glee. <laughs> I forget his name.
2: Also, uh, Puck, one of the lyrics in the song, he says that the, the heart made him so sick with love, I think I'm coming down with rickets. Uh, and that rickets causes bone pain, so penis joke, I guess. <laughs> is that what that was? <laughs> okay. Maybe? I, like, I don't know.
0: Rickets comes from yeah. vitamin deficiency, usually lack of sunlight or not enough sun exposure, so I think it's vitamin D. Because oh, c- Which out also the sun. could be a dick joke. But that's really high-minded for someone so fucking stupid. Yeah. Liz, it's Glee. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, cool. So in the next scene, Quinn is trying to cook old Finn uh, by explaining <laughs> that they need to go public with their relationship after regionals, and then they can win prom queen, and then they'll be the most powerful high schoolers in the school.
1: Yeah, Cool, and that means... Finn is like... <laughs> Oh, scary, Quinn.
0: <laughs> that delivery was actually yeah. the funniest part of, the, of, this sh- of this episode, I think. The delivery of that line was, <laughs> was really good. I, I enjoyed that. Yeah. It had the same energy as an episode of It's Always Sunny, where uh, Caitlin Olsen comes in <laughs> and she's like, oh, color fight. And then she goes into whatever she wanted to talk about. It has that energy, and I like it.
2: <laughs> yeah, but Finn doesn't want to go public with the relationship because Rachel is emotionally fragile, like a bird. And
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Quinn says, fuck that shit. And Finn's like, okay. And then Rachel sees this. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And speaking of fragile birds. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Kurt is bedazzling Pavarotti's casket.
0: Yep. <laughs> it's fitting. Didn't Pavarotti himself have a pretty fancy-ass casket? Probably.
2: Yeah, that sounds oh, right. Oh, no,
0: I'm thinking of Liberace. Pavarotti's a whole other guy. Is Pavarotti still alive? I Who doubt knows? it. Okay.
2: I think I was also thinking about Liberace.
0: Yeah, that's a whole other guy. That's my bad. I've Some of my notes are Okay, <laughs> I'm going to not read some of my notes then. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, he's just like are all these rhinestones Kirk's property or is this just like school stuff? Yes, okay. probably. Because yeah, he's bedazzling the crap out of it. And Blaine comes in, and I'm like, "Here's epi- or video number two about workplace sexual harassment." Because he's <laughs> gotten this guy alone. And he's like, "I used my influence to get you this duet. Now let's kiss or whatever." It's like I don't. Yeah, I don't like he, this.
1: It's I. I like it more than Sky likes it.
0: (laughs) I'm uncomfortable.
1: Not that bar is especially high either. (laughs) You are not setting a high bar with your enjoyment of this episode, Sky, which is completely valid. It's very. It's a kind of cute scene because, like, Blaine is like, hey, I picked out a duet for us. Um, We're going to be singing Candles by Hey Monday for regionals. And Kurt is like, why did you pick this song? And then Blinn is like, well, Kurt, it's because I've realized, finally, that I have feelings for you, and I would like to kiss you, please. And his exact line is like, oh, there you are. I've been looking for you forever. And I, w- I-, I asked to do a duet so that I could get to spend time with you because I like you.
0: Right, which is not manipulating and a they child have a kiss. using his position to lure him into a secluded area. You're right, this is ro- super romantic.
2: <laughs> Christina, they don't have a kiss, they have the cliss.
1: Yeah. I I didn't know until today that apparently that's what this was called.
2: Yep, cuz Kurt and Blaine together are Clayne. So their first kiss is the Cliss. That's and it broke the internet. That's exhausting to hear. It did
1: break the internet.
2: And you know, it was it was it, like when you look back, it was kind of groundbreaking in real life too because yeah. it was I think like the only same-gender kiss between teens like on American TV since Buffy.
1: Okay. Damn.
2: The grassy doesn't count because they're Canadian.
0: <laughs> My issue with them kissing isn't that they're young boys or whatever; it's that the power dynamic and how it feels predatory to me. I, I mean, I'm glad it opened doors and like inspired ch- you know, kids to you know live their truth or whatever. But like this doesn't feel okay to me. But Kurt does seem into it, so it's fine.
2: I'm just gonna pretend that it's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's. That that's definitely something that I don't think a lot of people would have picked up on because, like, Mm -hmm. ever since Blaine was introduced, it was like their neon signs basically pointing out and saying, "This is going to be Kurt's love interest." There's no other gay boys on the show. He has no other options. It's going to be Blaine, and all of their dynamic was about them growing closer together. But I can definitely see how you feel the way in a vacuum, and yeah, it is kind of <laughs> iffy. Especially considering that, like, at this point in the canon, Blaine knows that Kurt had feelings for him, and then they went back to a more platonic relationship, and then Kurt got pyphobic at Blaine when he thought he was attracted to Rachel, which is a whole other can of beans. Oh, cool. Um, yes. But yeah, it it does seem real iffy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like it.
0: Meanwhile, back in public school... <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, so then we cut to the other the cock blocking piano, which is also a phrase that got tossed around a lot.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, because they start kissing again, but like or just as about as they're about to start kissing again, it cuts to someone playing the piano at the choir room.
1: Uh, the song "Hell to the No," which is a weird choice to have after after <laughs> the, the the first kiss between two boys on American public television in the 2010s. Uh-huh. Mercedes
2: has become homophobic. <laughs> can't <laughs> and hey here's the thing though they, they remember to put the good in this song <laughs> yeah this song is good yeah, this
1: song is good uh,
0: i hate the phrase hell to the no that's i feel like it's unnecessarily dramatic but fitting for this show
1: it's her catchphrase is it cool or one of her one one of their attempts to give her a catchphrase mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's
0: unnecessary to put to the in there you can just say hell no or just no is fine too but the song is good it's weird how detailed it is uh, with the music and backup vocals and everybody knows it already. Mm -hmm. But there is a lot of swears in it for a school sponsored thing. So I can understand why she was like, maybe not this one. It's good, but nah.
2: It's also very specific to Mercedes because she does have several lines in there about her tots.
0: (laughs) Yeah, is that like, food or is she talking about her boobs
2: yeah yeah there was okay. an episode where she she had a tater tot addiction and then oh, awesome the, the kurt, kurt sounds then like a great they story took away tater tots and so they took <laughs> away the tater tots and so she started a riot in the cafeteria and then kurt was like i think you're using tater tots as a substitute for like emotional intimacy
0: <laughs> awesome mm-hmm. i'm glad it's not the other thing
2: but yeah mr Shu was like the, the song is good but and mercedes like but my butt, mr shoe that song is gold
1: yeah, it it is. It's very fun. Yeah, it's
0: energy. Music's it's fun. hobby. Like, everybody seems into it. Uh, It's just not appropriate for, like, school stuff. Like, I get it. But it is the best thing that they've put forth so far. So, like, don't discount it. Yeah.
1: Yes.
2: Mr. Shu asks them what their favorite songs of all time are. And Santana is You Wanna Know by Alanis Morissette. I think it's Sam who says What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. No, it's Puck. No, right, it's Puck. Because that also gets Lauren hot and bothered. Uh, Britney's is my headband. Yeah. (laughs) What are all those songs about? Headbands. Right. No, they're about feelings. What do you feel? How does being in Glee Club make you feel? Mm -hmm.
0: And the kids start launching into their trauma. And so much of it is Jane Lynch assaulting children. Yep. Verbally and
2: physically.
1: Throwing sticks
0: at
2: Mercedes' head.
0: Yeah. There's no way... That line, She Throws Sticks at My Head, wasn't improved, and they did a pickup where Jane Lynch was throwing sticks at a child. Like
1: <laughs> I would love it if that happened.
0: I can't see a way how someone would have written down those words on purpose and like we're gonna have Jane Lynch can, throw sticks glee. at a child Ryan in a public glee. school. This is fine. <laughs> Everyone will be on board with this in the school and otherwise.
1: Yeah. The other egregious one is that is that Sue apparently wrote to like the lieutenant governor of Ohio impersonating Tina and saying that Tina wanted to change her name to Tina Cohen Loser.
0: Yeah, and she's writing down ideas that everybody's saying. So, like, he goes out on a limb, and instead of writing down, like, anything else, he just writes Loser in front of everyone. It's like, <laughs> fuck you, dude.
1: I have a real quick bit of trivia here, because apparently there was a cut line from this scene where Finn started, where Finn added in that, like, Apparently, Sue started squeezing his nipples really hard and saying, Auga.
2: What the hell? Cool.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (sighs) I'm glad they cut that part.
0: Again, where are the parents? Is there just like a gauntlet that Sue has to walk down where parents just swing like sledgehammers and shit at her as she runs (laughs) to her car? Because like, where are the parents?
1: (laughs) Where are the adults? Uh, uh, Tanner, I just pictured like Kurt, like Bert swinging like a length of chain in his hand and, and Carol with like a tire wrench. Yeah,
0: it looks like a f- 1950s snapping gang walking up to just beat this woman <laughs> to death. Because like, you can't verbally and physically assault someone's child. There was a whole bunch of laws about it. You can't do it.
1: <sighs> but have you considered that this is glee. I have not considered <gasps> And she is that. Sue Sylvester.
0: <laughs> that means nothing to she me. She is the
1: villain that they cannot defang because they need her for future seasons. <laughs> cool. Uh if uh, I
0: there's no s- situation where if my child came home and said a teacher assaulted me verbally and physically where I wouldn't make a big deal about it and like I don't know set this bitch's car on fire cuz like <laughs> you can't you can't do that with no repercussions. Bare minimum, she loses her job. Most of this is in my notes. <laughs> me yelling at <instead.
2: laughs> you got a whole dissertation.
0: Yeah, but then Shu writes down, loser like me, this will be our anthem. It's like, you can't work
1: backwards <laughs> like that. <laughs> Titles drop. up, roll credits. <laughs> hey,
2: Leonardo DiCaprio, pointing gif. <laughs> you can't work backwards like that. You have to, you
0: have to write a song first, man. And also, this is super insulting to your children. You are bad at everything! (laughs) Alright, so... (laughs) The adults make me angry. I want new adults. Where are the new adults? No adults.
2: All the adults are dead.
0: (laughs) It seems like it.
2: They're all single moms who work too hard.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, good for them, but also I'm sorry that you can't rely on your students' teachers because they're all cowards or shitheads.
2: So we cut to Rachel and Quinn, and Rachel's like, hey, Quinn, we're friends, right? Are you dating Finn? And Quinn says, yes. And stop making the same mistake before realizing that it's not going to work out between you and Finn. And mm-hmm. Rachel's like, but mm-hmm. remember, Finn chose me and not you. And then Quinn says that that didn't last very long. And then Rachel's like, stop being mean. And yeah. then I wrote down Quinn's speech.
0: Yes. It's all very natural high school dialogue.
2: It's, <laughs> she, she probably wrote this ahead of time. <laughs> Do you want to know yeah. how this story plays out? I get Finn, you get heartbroken, and then Finn and I stay here and start a family. I'll be a real estate agent, and Finn will take over the tire shop. You don't belong here, and you can't hate me for helping you send me on your way. This is a very heterosexual speech. You're so frustrating, and that's why you can't write a good song, because you live in a schoolgirl fantasy of life. If you keep looking for that happy ending, then you are never going to get it right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Quinn is A, projecting, B, in denial.
2: Yeah, what's gayer actually being LGBTQ or whatever the fuck is going on between Rachel and Quinn?
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and it's like, like I just want to give a shout out to Diana Agron's acting here because like she is really selling it. Like her voice breaks when she's telling Rachel that like she's stupid and her <laughs> and she's too optimistic and everything. And it's it's a very good like dramatic scene and. It ends with Rachel leaving in tears to go write a song on her own.
2: Yeah, I have to do the song (laughs) on my own with no one else beside me.
1: (laughs) No, we did that in season one. Uh
2: That's true. But yeah, then she cry types a whole song.
1: Yeah,
0: she does. So it's like the night before regionals. Um, But I will say, like, I agree. um, Not Rachel's, Quinn. (laughs) Quinn, her, the actress there, like, nobody's acting is bad per se in this show. Except for maybe Jane Lynch, who's playing that one character, who's flat and static and just the fucking worst. I hate it so much. But, like, nobody's acting the way a person does. And maybe that's what's bothering me so much. Like, everyone is a one-dimensional, I-can-only-focus-on-one-thing-at-a-time character.
1: Yeah. This is not an episode of Glee where there was dimension to much of the characters. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They're caricatures, not characters. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that especially starts happening around this point in the show.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. There's an act or a
0: commercial break, and when we come back, what are we talking about? I just have here. It's ludicrous that fuck. What's her name? Sue has her own kids. Like they have their own glee club. Why on earth, wouldn't the two are this is is this a different school?
2: Yeah, it's a glee yes. club from a different school <laughs> okay. that Sue took over because she pushed their teacher down the stairs twice and maybe killed him.
0: Right, but like she doesn't work there, right?
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> I, 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 <sighs> so, Sue and Will have arrived at regionals, and Sue tells them that she actually lied, and the drummer she slept with was actually from Jimmy Eat World.
1: <laughs> yeah. Which
2: is a decent joke. <laughs> and anyways, while your kids are singing about blackheads and eczema, I have made a playlist tailor-made for the judges. Speaking of-
0: Ugh.
1: Yes, the judges for this year's regionals competition are Rod Remington, local newscaster and man about town- Tammy Jean Albertson, uh, who is an elected official. No,
2: allegedly, she, I don't, she did not win. She was a recent Tea Party candidate ah, and current homeschooler.
1: Yes, who is played by Kathy Griffin and is really just a Sarah Palin expy. Yeah. And Sister Mary Constance, who is a Carmelite nun and is really just an expy of Sister Mary Clarence, who was Whoopi Goldberg's character from the Sister Act.
2: <laughs> yeah, current Carmelite nun former exotic dancer.
0: Yeah. Yes. All of these judges made me exhausted without saying a word. I was just like, I don't want to hear from any of them. This is... they. Uh, <sighs> don't
2: worry, we will.
0: Yeah, sure will.
1: Yep. And speaking of pandering,
0: <laughs>
1: we get Arl Intensity's one musical number Graciously. in this episode, which is, Jesus is a friend of mine. Yeah. And it's it's not as bad as it could be, except the fact that at the end, they make a star of David with their yep, arms. Super weird. <laughs>
0: But I will, I will say, their choreography is the most show choir, realistic show choir stuff on this show that I... Yes. like they, Their song choice was bad, but they performed it well, and they had decent choreography. They look like adults taught them what to mm-hmm. do. Yes. Which is good. And graciously, they only
2: sing one song,
0: which is great.
1: Yes.
2: And then up next are the Dalton Academy Warblers. Kurt is really nervous, but Blaine thinks that's adorable, and also Kurt's adorable, and we're going to kill it on stage. Hell yeah. Mhm.
1: Okay. Mhm. Kurt is like, has anybody ever died on stage before?
0: Yeah, despite Kurt being a character carved out of sheer smug superiority, he actually sells that he's a little nervous. Mhm. Mhm. It's a song I've never heard before and it's fine, except it's just the yeah. two of them singing while everyone is stationary.
2: Also, mm-hmm. this is a breakup song.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It- There's there's some trivia on the Glee wiki that Chris Colfer pointed that out himself, presumably in an interview. And also, Chris Colfer did not like recording this song. Yeah, this- I think they I think they did a good job with singing it, but like I, I don't, get it.
2: I don't think it's in Kurt's range or Blaine's range. I th- like this song, and also really just all the Warbler songs. They per- they forgot to make them good.
1: <laughs> oh no,
0: I I didn't care for it. I thought it was fine. Uh, it would have not done well at a real like show choir judging because like there's nothing happening it's not interesting to watch and it's fine to listen to i really got into the for the remainder <laughs> of this i really got into my uh show choir judge hat i guess because i'm like this choreography sucks yeah. this is nothing okay Sky, <laughs> yeah get your shit together just you're not just focus we're almost done <laughs> And I have written here, I still feel the need to punch Kurt. Aww. And why does the audience have candles? Did they hand them out first?
2: Yes, they did. I didn't. guess everyone was just putting props under everyone's chairs. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yep. And then they, once the song is done, there's a, a complete halt, and then they start a new song. Very. Yeah, they sing Razor Glass. Yeah. It's yeah. also
1: not
2: good. I'm sorry, but they did not sing it good.
0: Yeah, Um. I have here, oh hey, Choreo uninspired and uninteresting but present
1: <laughs> yeah i liked this song i think it was fine it's definitely not the best that the warblers have done but their choreography ma- reminded me more of a marching band in a show choir because yeah. there's a part where they like all made a block and then they like pivoted on the risers in a block like you would a marching band yeah.
0: rachel's into it though she jumps right up I-
1: it is nice yeah. that
0: the new horizons kids do, like, support other show choirs. (laughs) Like, they got up and cheered for their friends and, like, weren't shitty...
1: Animal Crossing, New Directions. Is that what (laughs) uh, What are
0: they? (laughs) They're they're the New New Directions. directions. whatever. That was close. Yeah, you were close. But, like, they're, like, a good audience, which is nice, and not always present in real life with... Mm -hmm. uh... Because, like, I was in show choir, but I didn't watch other show choirs. I was usually... (laughs) Like, I was a polite, like, audience member, but I didn't give a shit. I was there to play a song and then, Mm -hmm. like, hang out with my friends.
1: Also, there's a very cute part in uh, Raise Your Glass where, like, their main gesture is, you know, like, you're raising, like, like an actual, like, glass or cup or whatever. And Kurt, like, lifts his hand and has his pinky up like he's holding a (laughs) teacup. Yep. And my other here is Blaine had some very meme worthy faces in this episode.
2: He makes so many faces. He's he, <laughs> Darren. Chris is a face actor.
1: <laughs> yes, he is.
2: But yeah, that was the Warblers. Next up, it's the new directions getting ready. Finn sure tells it's not Rachel to break a leg. I'm
1: pretty sure. Some...
2: <laughs> Sky, they're the nude erections. Oh dear! Great. Finn tells Rachel break a leg and she's like, last time you said that you love me. And Finn's like, well, a lot of shit's gone down since then.
0: Was there like an intermission or something? Because like the Jesus kids went first and then the new, the Warblers went on right after. Was there an intermission because the kids are backstage doing makeup and stuff, even though they were show ready mm-hmm. in the previous scene. So like, what is the timeline? I realize this is nothing to get hung up on, but it really stuck out to me. Ugh, it's fine.
2: It's fine. We can't, we can't focus on all the little weird shit.
0: Well, maybe your brain can't, but my, <laughs> my <laughs> anal retentive brain noticed it immediately.
2: <laughs> Rachel tells Finn to listen to every word of her song, because she means all of it, and Finn's like, okay?
1: Yeah, and real quick, I just want to say that, that New Directions as Costumes, this competition, are my least favorite so far. They are very yeah. short
0: Because
1: it's like... <laughs> It's like the, the guys are just in, like, black shirt, black pants, black tie, black shoes. But, like, the girls have on blue, very, very satiny dresses with a black belt, black, black leggings, and combat boots. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's 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 not a very cohesive look for me.
0: No, the guys could have used a little color on them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Give them satin blue ties.
0: Yeah, my, my show choir's whole thing was blue suits for boys. And the girls' dresses changed all the time, but it was always blue suits for boys. I was pretty jealous of the blue suit. I don't know if you know this about me, but I love a stupid suit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I had no idea.
2: Yeah, nothing suits you like a suit.
1: (laughs) It's
0: kind of a thing. So, yeah, it it, it wasn't as cohesive as it could have been, which is definitely a note that would have shown up on the judges card if they weren't just three caricatures (laughs) of human beings. But the first song up is a Rachel original and she's basically alone, you know, like how you'd have a choir and you have one girl singing. That's what a choir is.
1: Mm -hmm. A choir can be one person (laughs) with two people singing back up. (laughs) Eventually.
0: There's no conceivable way that the rest, like, parents wouldn't throw a fucking shit fit about their kids not being featured and how Rachel's being, like, brought to the spotlight and is clearly the favorite or whatever. Like, I can't, there's no conceivable way. lines of angry parents at the school every fucking day.
2: Like, the other kids aren't even on the stage. Like Tina and Brittany stand in the background to do backing vocals, but that's it.
1: Well, yeah, but they don't... And then the rest of the girls join her at the end. they don't start out on stage. They come out,
0: and then they're not in the spotlight, for sure. Their ankles are lit, and nothing else.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: But the song is good.
0: Yeah, like every other show choir I've ever seen, like if there's a solo, everyone stays on stage and the, like the one person is, you know, lit and off to the side or whatever, but like you don't send the rest of the kids away. But I guess they choreographed this in I don't know 6 hours, so yes. maybe they didn't have time <laughs> to do anything better.
1: Probably not. But yeah, it's it's a decent song. It's- pretty good uh it's nice when uh, Brittany and tina come out to join her and sing back up um especially because i think they had mentioned previously that like Brittany wasn't a super confident singer and this whole song is like rachel being like wow i just uh, wow i just keep screwing up and <laughs> man i really wish i could get back with finn huh mm-hmm.
0: exactly one minute into the song kurt's like oh hey this is an original they're doing original songs it's like yeah dude you did okay yeah
1: but yeah and rachel keeps looking at finn as he's standing in the wings during the song and like rachel sees that finn (laughs) finn is paying attention to rachel and she's like (laughs) and at the end there's lots of applause but notably no standing ovation
0: (laughs) yeah
2: but yeah the next song it's called loser like me hey that's us
0: hey roll credits (laughs) title drop
2: (laughs) And everybody look under your seats and take the L.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's fuck. There's fucking <laughs> fingers. Why? Did, but like, real quick, is yeah. that Rachel's microphone? It was covered in pink rhinestones and the yes. stand was sparkly. So she brought her own microphone to this fucking thing? Yes. yes. Cool. That would fly.
1: Yes. There's, yeah. And I, I feel like I do want to go ahead and like, and, and clarify that they did in fact sell Loser foam fingers at performances of the Glee Live Tour. Oh well, yeah, that makes sense. This number is this number is pretty good.
0: Yeah. Choreography is terrible, and nobody's uniform, but the song is good.
1: Yeah, there's a part where like as they're singing about things like "Oh, all of the dirt you've been throwing my way, it ain't so hard to take" or something like that, and Sue is like sitting. Like, shrinking down in her chair at these accusations that are being hurled at her in song form.
2: Oh no, they're vag blogging about me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And it, it's fun because at the end, they roll out a slushy cart and they all get cups and they throw a red confetti on the audience. Yeah. Is this,
0: is the slushy assault a thing that happens at other schools? Because again, you can't make an inside joke. A part of your thing because nobody's gonna understand what the fuck's happening because the slushy machine has nothing to do with the theme of the
2: song but they're sponsored by big quench (laughs) i guess also the episode did edit out the rap break
1: So, oh, yeah. oh, yeah, oh, yeah, because the rap part is Hey, you, you over there,
2: there, keep the elbow up up in, in the
1: air. Hey, you over there, keep the elbow, because I don't care. And you can throw your sticks and you can throw your stones like a rocket, just watch me go. Yeah, L O S E R. I can only be who, who I, I are.
0: are. <laughs> that wouldn't really sell it as being written by children a day ago. Like that Yes. <laughs> that would be good. That would have helped me believe in this. I couldn't have been more yeah. couldn't have been more than eight hours.
1: <laughs> so I have I have three bits of trivia about this musical number. The first is that um apparently Kevin McHale, uh who played Artie, recorded the entire song. So he he recorded every background part and every lead vocal part, but then he was cut. <laughs> weird and that would have been such a different song also apparently this song was submitted under two different categories for grammy nominations oh awesome and apparently in an early draft script this song was written by quinn and rachel cool that would have been interesting
0: it must been very very early because that
2: wouldn't have made a single lick of sense yeah (laughs) anyways they they do the song and they're happy and finn celebrates next to rachel and quinn is angry about this Mm -hmm. Anyways, so the judges. Tammy's not a witch. (laughs) Yep.
1: (laughs) First things first, I am not a witch. Yep.
2: Also, do we have proof that all these kids were born in America?
1: Yep, (sighs) that's part of it too. American rhetoric has not changed since 2011.
2: Sister Mary Constance says that she's barely a nun. She's pretty liberal, and she knew the church was the one place she could stay off the pole. Yep. Yikes. Anyway, that Dalton Academy, is that a gay school? Or is it just a school that appears gay? (laughs)
1: But she liked candles (laughs) And she called Jesus is my friend pandering Yeah she
0: did But for the first, I don't know, five minutes of the scene These judges aren't actually speaking to one another They're just doing like soliloquies And ignoring what the other person has said As they get their stuff in It's weird And everyone's a
2: caricature and not a person Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then Rod is like Can I add a dash of Rod to this lady soup?
0: Uh, uh, My hairdresser
2: uh, is a gay and for 15 years, he's been with his partner, also a hairdresser. I see no reason why they shouldn't be allowed to get married and raise a family of beautiful wigs.
0: <laughs> you know, when you recognize that something funny. that was written to be a joke, and it just doesn't hit at all? That was this entire judges thing, where it's like, I know they thought this was really funny, and it's just, it's not, it's nothing to me.
1: I like the I like the part about raising a family of wigs, though, that's <laughs>
2: And yeah, then Tammy Jean Albertson goes on a whole spiel, and it's just, I just wrote 2011 jokes, because it's just like, hey, remember, you know how Republicans are homophobic, but it's kind of wacky?
1: Yeah. And then she's like, I lost the election, but don't worry, I'm gonna win in the recount, and I think Obama's a terrorist! And I'm just like, oh my god!
2: Yeah. But then we cut away from them, finally.
1: Thank god. (laughs)
2: to uh to announce the winners we have lieutenant governor's wife carla turlington stevens who announces Mm -hmm. that her husband is verbally abusive and she has been drinking since noon
1: yep and you can see like will's eyebrows go down in the background like um (laughs) yeah and then she's like let's just see who won yeah
0: well you know the office was still hot it was awkward humor it cringes you into laughing yeah
2: who cares this woman is trapped in a horrible marriage
1: Yikes. And
0: there's only three groups. There's no classes or divisions or other schools involved in this. They're the only three at regionals.
2: Listen, I need an Look. entire episode to unpack the tournament structure that exists within this <laughs> universe, so I can't, I cannot get into it, okay? That's,
0: that's fully okay
1: because
2: I am not invested.
1: <laughs> and also, they only had so much money for extras. All right, that's fair too.
2: But no, no, they should have more money for extras. This was glee at the peak, okay? This is maximum glee. Oh, God. Anyways, New Directions won, so we don't have to worry about p- poor Carla anymore. Blaine and Kurt just kind of do a shrug.
1: <laughs> well, well, we do have to worry about uh Carla, whatever her name is, because when they announced that New Directions won first place, um, Sue gets so upset that she punches the judge out of her shoes.
0: <laughs> yeah, punches a politician's wife in front of a room full of
1: witnesses. That's
0: assault. If she doesn't go to jail, what the fuck's even happening?
1: In Ohio in 2011, that would win you votes. <laughs>
2: I'm sure that won't come back to bite her when she runs for Congress next season.
0: For fuck's sake.
2: Yeah. Where
0: are the lines and lines of people wanting to beat this woman to death? (laughs) If there is a
1: line, I'll get in it. (laughs) Take a number. It's like that scene from Airplane, but it's all of us lining up to beat (gasps) Sue Sylvester.
0: (laughs) Like, that lady had nothing to do with anything leading up to that. Like, she was barely present for that moment, and she's the one that got punched.
1: But she's a figure in authority that Sue Sylvester could take her revenge upon. see.
0: That makes sense. Everything has made sense. I've come around.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) Well,
2: ready to swing around again, because at the bird funeral, (laughs) as farewell sweet prince Kurt lowers him into the ground, Blaine says, You know, this reminded you of your mom's funeral, didn't it? Yeah! What the fuck, dude?
1: What the (laughs) actual fuck? Why would you say that? Ryan Murphy would say that. <laughs> could you could you picture someone on American Horror Story just, like, turning to Evan Peterson and be like, Did this remind you of your mother's funeral? See,
2: I can't imagine that, because that's another Ryan Murphy joint. See, everything makes sense within the Ryan Murphy universe. Oh, God. But as soon as we bring sensible people on to guests on this show, I'm snapped back to reality and, whoa, there goes gravity.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: There's so many other
0: ways he could have phrased that.
2: But Kurt's blinded by love, and and Blaine is like, hey, gay makeouts are better than in a lousy trophy. And we can perform at so many gaps. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I thought they got banned from all of this.
2: Uh, No, just the one. Hmm? I think just the one gap. Ah, okay. I don't feel any
0: chemistry between these two characters. Like, I don't know if it's (laughs) a thing between the actors or what, but like, I don't think that Kurt's into this at all, honestly.
2: Yeah, fair. <laughs> I never, I, I could never hop aboard the the plane the train.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, my notes have, what the actual fuck, guy? And also, I still want to punch Kurt in the ear. <sighs> yeah, I, it's just like, the, uh, nothing about that scene made sense to me. <laughs> yeah.
2: So in the next scene, we cut to Will finishing up phone sex with Gwyneth Paltrow or something. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, hey gang. Uh,
0: you know how sports have
2: MVPs. We're gonna do an MVP. So. Yeah. Alright, I guess. It's Rachel because she hasn't been awarded enough. Right. And also, yep. it'll certainly no. help her ego
0: problem. <sighs> yes. I mean she does actually give a pretty but, yeah. nice appreciative speech. Like she talks to the rest of the people like humans mm-hmm. and she thanks them for kind of supporting her.
1: Yeah, she's like, Thank you for believing me. Like thank you for believing in me and uh, choosing me for this because I I pre- I really appreciate it. And she even like she starts out by like thanking them for writing the song "Loser Like Me" because yeah. she's like thank you for all of the work that you guys did on the other song. Like and it felt genuine. Yeah, it's maybe the most genuine moment that Rachel has had in
2: a couple <laughs> of episodes. <laughs> I don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> after after a whole season of her trying to push her agenda on the club, her agenda being give me every single song solo, uh, no, this sounds fake and she does not deserve any more trophies.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Also the fact that somehow it was unanimous.
0: Yeah. The, I think Santana might have been the one, as she's like, uh, Rachel decides she's going to give a speech. Mm-hmm. She's like, don't make us regret this. Or
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: But it's over. Yeah. Graciously.
1: Yes. I... <laughs> So I have some last trivia. Okay. So apparently, back in the heyday of Glee, there was a contest to like win scripts from the show. Oh. And there is a posting online, which I can send you to the link for, that is where the fan who won the script for this episode scanned it or like typed it out and shared it on the now now obsolete Glee forum. And there's just like so many parts in here that got cut. Like, apparently, there was a line about Will's long-running battle with Peta—is that he wallpapered his house with chinchilla pelts? <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's like various conversations between like Kurt and Blaine. There's some more to the Brittany and Santana conversation, and apparently, they cut out like like two like two entire scenes with Quinn and Rachel. Like homophobic. There's. There's a scene where Rachel is writing a song called, like, Back in My Arms, and Quinn says a lot of stuff that's kind of, like, complimentary, but also I need to tear you down because I'm personally insecure about my relationship with Finn. (laughs) Subtle. And it's, like, weird friend moments, but then there's a part where Rachel is like, hey, I know that you saw that Finn was looking at me while I sang my solo, and so this isn't over between us, or something like that. (laughs)
0: Awesome,
1: it's just like this is so it, it's so bizarre because apparently they filmed it and they just cut it.
2: <laughs> also, apparently, uh, this was fan voted the all time favorite episode according to Glee's final countdown, which I call why it's got the title Th- that song. thing must have been taken over by like fourteen year olds and Blaine Simps. Yes, because there there are far better episodes, far better episodes.
1: mm Hmm. Hmm. <sighs>
2: so sky yeah (laughs) what we do because we copied this mostly from the morphin grid is that at the end of every episode we give a gold star to our favorite song and our favorite non-singing moment and then we slushy the worst moment sure so what song do you want to give a gold star to
0: oh boy i'm gonna give a gold star to the delivery of ah scary quinn (laughs) because i think that may have been the only time i laughed while watching this Mm -hmm. might have been it do you want my slushy now or do we go in a circle and come back
2: oh what's what's your gold star song gold star song probably Mm
0: -hmm. the mercedes one it's pretty good um nice i guess loser like me was pretty good too but i'll go with mercedes's song
2: all right Uh, christina how about your gold stars
1: i gotta be basic loser like me
2: (laughs) Alright, and so then just to be different, I'm going to give my Gold Star song to Blackbird.
1: (laughs) Which is also a good
2: choice. Yeah, honestly, you can't go wrong with Kurt and the Beatles, like, everything else aside. (laughs) And Christina, what's your Gold Star moment?
1: I'm trying to think of what was was my favorite moment in this episode. (laughs) Um... I think I'm going to go basic and say Diana Agron's acting with the material that she was given which is not great. <laughs> I
2: am also going to second that.
1: She is giving 110% with the script that they only wrote with with t- with like 15% writing capacity.
2: Yeah. Oh boy, you know this is also the season the the the, the last season where they only have three script writers. And, th- and apparently like at around this time they started writing things much like New Directions. They were finishing the episode shortly before they started airing them. Yeah. I was or gonna st- say, before they started oh filming no. them. Maybe the,
0: the writing process mirrored real life, art mimicked life, or vice versa. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Everyone was delighted when we found out in season three that there would be more than three people writing the show. Or like <laughs> finally.
1: Thank God.
2: Alright, Sky, can you pick just one slushable moment?
0: Uh Kurt killing that bird to finagle his way into a solo (laughs) and or the weird power dynamic workplace sexual harassment video that became Blaine and uh, Kirk. Yeah. Not my favorite. I did not feel comfortable. The one I didn't realize I had created until we started talking just now about him killing the bird on purpose. I just thought he was planning (laughs) for it. But now it seems like maybe there was some some like, you know, not malpractice, malicious Intent or something? I
2: don't know. <laughs> um My worst is going to be. I was about to call this my best moment, but knowing in hindsight how bad it made Cord feel, my worst is going to be Trouty Mouth.
1: Yeah, same. Yeah, that's not great. Like that. 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 That legitimately caused trauma to one of your actors, and you. And you just said, "Let's keep doing it." Ha 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 ha. It' funny.
2: Yeah. You know, like a bully. Yeah. Everyone yeah. loves bullies. That's why Sue keeps getting Emmy nods. Ugh. But that's it. We're done.
0: Yay.
2: Sky, you're Thank done until God. we drag you back again.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, so you guys chose this one
0: and told me I was coming on for this one. Uh, was there something specific about it that you
2: wanted yeah, me to I be I heard you for, mention or? on your podcast that you liked acapella music. And I was oh. like, well, this is the one that has the most acapella numbers.
0: Okay, that's fair. I do enjoy acapella. And a lot of the songs were good. There's just a lot of stuff in between them <laughs> I didn't really care
2: for. And that's the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, so Sky, where can people find you on the internet?
0: I can be found at Sandwich Surplus on all of the social medias. I also have a podcast of my own called Pop Culture Failure, where my friend Jake and I watch cartoons and shows normally from our childhood to see if they're still good but sometimes we'll do something more recent like we did reboot and the End Humans. right now we're watching pirates of dark water um a show that only lasted like a season and is bizarre to say the least um it may have like a stealth not so subtle uh environmental message like a lot of shows from that era did <laughs> it ain't the planeteers but it's not <laughs> much more subtle than that yeah uh, and I think that's about all the places I can be found. Uh, that's Failed Pop Culture on Twitter with no E at the end.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I just remembered that I have the outro this week. Yeah, <laughs> Loser Like Me is a part of the Corner Podcast Network. We can be heard on your podcasting platform of choice. And if we aren't there, let us know and we'll work on getting there. We can be found at LoserLikeMePod on Twitter and through LoserLikeMePod at com. Uh, Next time I don't remember what the episode is about But we're going to be watching Night of Neglect
2: Next week is an episode that I remember Being so boring that I didn't even bother Suggesting guests for it
1: <laughs> Oh no Awesome Next time we have 13 guest stars Next, next time the, org- the organization 13 Is going to be on this episode of Glee What? <laughs> but until then <laughs> and sky we do um a countdown for three two one and that's what you missed on glee and that's say it however you want whatever intonation doesn't matter yeah. that's what
0: you missed on glee
2: sure
1: yes okay. so, so three. Oh, sorry do you want to count tater sure i'll
2: count do you want to count i usually count
1: <laughs> yeah sure i'll go for it okay so three two one
2: and that's, and and
1: that's what you missed on glee, missed on glee.
0: glee. excellent tempos everyone
1: <laughs> teamwork makes the dream work we blame it on discord <laughs> stay frosty
2: <laughs> just go ahead and grab a chair and listen now as we riff this show tanner and christina gonna figure out why we love this show better grab your golden stars and slushies because you're listening you're listening to loser like me Vizzer like me. Vizzer like me.
1: Only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs>